This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back. Great to have you company on the Captain's Run. Just gone 11 o'clock on this Friday morning in Melbourne town. Bit to fit into our final hour, but there will be an opportunity for you to have your say. So uh, don't be shy. We'll throw the lines open in a moment. But the My Cruises Friday FOMO offer will also be announced shortly, so stick around to hear about that in the not-too-distant future. Brett Phillips provides our US Open updates for Stan Sport. The US Open now streaming on Stan Sport every match, ad-free, centre court in 4K, and the Australasian Academy of Tennis coaches make it possible as well. AATC.tennis. BP, as I welcome you in, I was all set to... Uh, to talk about the Carlos Alcaraz uh, steamroller that's uh, taking place at Arthur Ashe, but is it, he's been broken in the third set here. Look, he has. I'll tell you what, uh, Sam, the, the people, if anyone's listening in from uh, Launceston, they very much know this man, the big South African Lloyd Harris, because he won the Launceston International. That is the first time I'd heard of Lloyd Harris. This is when Kevin Anderson uh, of South Africa was a top five player, making a couple of Grand Slam finals, and then... Kevin sort of had all these injuries and then he retired and he's actually just come back onto the tour. And Lloyd came uh, in as the number one South African and he's had some injuries, but he can play this guy. He actually made the quarters of the US Open two years ago. And yeah, the first two sets absolutely going to play in for Carlos. So it wasn't really troubled, but he's digging in Harrison. Mm. Might be a chance to possibly extend the match. I think, uh, what is he, 4-2 down in the third, the Spaniard. So we'll see what happens mm. from here. Hey, uh, the demon rolls on though, BP. Well, I don't know if I've seen uh, Alex play a quicker match than uh, today. We're we're used to associating him with fairly long matches, but today, just an hour and 27 out on court now. His girlfriend, Katie Bolter, won earlier in the day, uh, Sam, so I don't know whether she sent a text through and just said, hey, it would be nice to grab a little bite in Manhattan at a reasonable hour. Can you not entertain a five-setter today? Let's get this done. (laughs) And right from the first ball... He had the eyes of a tiger out there. He was pushed, had a set taken off him in the first round. But I think that was good for him to have that sort of match, just to get into the tournament. Uh, but today, he was in no mood to be uh, conceding a set. I mean, he was up against a really talented player, uh, Wu Yibing from China, who I think is bound for certainly bigger honours in the sport. But he just couldn't match Alex's intensity. Uh, every time that first serve landed today, he went to work. Uh, he just put the ball into difficult areas of the corners. He plays the lob, the stretch lob on the backhand, as good as anyone I've seen, Demonor. It's part of his DNA. Just when you think you've got him nailed in the corner, he, look, he brought all his assets to the table today. Now, next, he's got to play a big guy, the Chilean, Nicholas Jerry. He started this year at 150 in the world, and he's now inside the top 30. He's seeded. He's uh, about seven foot. He's got a huge serve. But look, the Demon obviously returns and gets so many balls back into play. So that'll be a different proposition. Look, he ticked the box really well. And most importantly, Sammy conserved a bit of energy for hopefully bigger things to come. Chris O'Connell won his first round match, of course, against uh, his compatriot Max Purcell. A tough assignment coming up today shortly, actually, isn't it? On uh, Louis Armstrong uh, against Daniil Medvedev, BP. So can you mount any sort of argument we might be about to witness uh, one of the amazing upsets over there in the US Open? 
Well, I think Chris has met him twice. So they actually met during the COVID year of the US Open. It was a very eerie place. There were no fans and Medvedev won comfortably. They met, I think, in the Middle East earlier this year and Chris wasn't that far off Medvedev on that occasion. This is where Medvedev was on a 19-match winning streak in the early part of the season. So Chris is a much better player than he was two or three years ago. If he can get into the match, Sam, early and not be, you know, losing a first set 6-1 and then you're behind the eight ball. Mm. If you can get into the match and uh, and really rally with Medvedev and take his chances. Look, he's got plenty of great assets, O'Connell. I think he can certainly be a top 50 player like a few of our others. He's got a beautiful backhand. He's uh, super fit. He'll uh, he'll play all day and he's, he's he's got good variety. So, yeah, look, I, I don't not give him a chance, uh, but hopefully he didn't look at the last round that he'll play because uh, that was an absolute whitewash. It was indeed. Uh, Johnny Isner just went down the big serving American. What is he? 38, I think, and uh, he's pulled the pin, of course. So last time we'll see him in uh, in singles. What a heartbreaker. Uh, big John was two sets to love up, mm. thinking, okay, this fairy tale is going to continue. And he was playing out on the grandstand court, which is really the people's court uh, at uh, the US Open. And there weren't that many in there, really. And then they saw the match turn. Michael Moe, whose mum lives in Melbourne, is an Australian citizen. He's from Saudi Arabia and he represents America. She's Irish. Put all that together. And um, Big John just started to wilt a little bit. Moe got back into the match, went to five, and uh, it wouldn't be a tiebreaker if it wasn't John Isner to finish his career. And, yeah, look, you know, a bit of a heartbreaker to lose that way. But, look, what a career. 17 consecutive US Opens, the most aces in the history of the game, which was achieved at Wimbledon last year. And he can be pretty happy with his work, Big John, and he can just sit on the rocking chair and uh, reflect. Indeed he can. Uh, Andy Murray's not much younger than him, BP. He got smacked by Gregor Dimitrov, uh, straight sets, 3-4-1. and one. Yeah, and he's really questioning now, Sam, just, I suppose, the impact he can have at the majors. Mm. Like he's, he, It's funny because no one's really put him in the frame, if we're all honest, following tennis in the last couple of years. But he's been bullish that he can still have you know, one great run at a Grand Slam. But the quality of players around him and above him is just too good. I mean, Grigor Dimitrov, you know, has been three in the world. If it wasn't for three legends of the sport, he might have uh, won a major. Uh, very skillful player. And today he just went to work. And Andy, uh, he looked up at... Well, Ivan Linder was giving him nothing. He sits behind a couple of others in the player box. So he, gives, he doesn't even smile. Uh, he doesn't even blink, uh, Sam, when he's in the box. Yeah. He was looking for some inspiration, Andy, and one stage the microphone just picked him up saying, uh, I've got no energy. I've got nothing left here. And that metal hip was buzzing as he was out on court. And, yeah, I think he's now coming to the realisation that a deep run at the majors is probably beyond me. So his future and his scheduling will be interesting to follow. I'm not saying he's about to quit, but... It's yeah. getting harder. Oh, geez. Is there a man or a woman squeezed just every last drop, hasn't it? Hasn't he? Oh, it's been amazing. And he's clearly playing for the love of the game as much as anything, BP, isn't he now? Yeah, yeah no yeah. doubt. He, he wants to go out on his terms. And, that, and that's the mm. great part about tennis. You uh, you tap yourself on the shoulder and tell yourself to, yeah. okay, you haven't got anyone delisting you at the, <laughs> at the yeah. end of the season. So yeah. he's, um, he's happy to go out on his own terms. I should just mention, we're watching Alcaraz. Now, Yannick Sinner is in his quarter. Coached by Darren Cale, of course. Mm. He was outstanding earlier today. It looks like we're in for a, a rematch of Elkaraz and Sinner after that five-hour epic at the US oh. Open last year. It's a shame for Yannick, but, you know, he's, he needs to get higher seated to get away from Elkaraz. Ah, but this is what we <laughs> want, BP. Story. This is what we want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sinner's, Sinner's really improving. 
He's uh, he's not far behind El Caraz, particularly his forward um, part of the court game. Like he's he, you know, he's lanky and he's tall, still growing into his body. But Darren's done a lot of work with his volleying and his approach shots and his wheels just to get forward. And once he gets forward, he's got that big wingspan, but he wasn't a natural volleyer, so they've done a lot of work there. And, gee, he was sharp today around the net. What were the headlines, uh, the headline acts out of the women's side of things uh, over there, BP, today? Yeah, look, certainly from the women's uh, point of view, it's, you know, there's obviously a few seeds that have... Uh, Mm. have fallen, which is not uh, not a total surprise. Look, I mean, the usual suspects are going along nicely. Sabalenka, uh, Sviontek, Rybakina. The story of Alina Svitolina is quite amazing. Since coming back from giving birth, the uh, wife of Gail Monfils, she's gone quarterfinal French, semi-final Wimbledon. Today, she had another emotional win on Louis Armstrong in three. Uh, she's, um, you know, got to play the winner of the Pagula and Tig match, or Pagula will win that. Uh, to come after the Alcaraz game on uh, Arthur Ashe. So, gee, Svitolina Pagula is a mouth-watering contest, and she's just got the crowd in her corner. She's sort of everyone's sentimental favourite, and that's carrying her a long way. But Jessica Pagula, she's building uh, really nicely. So I think it's it's sort of, you know, that top four or five in the mix. I, I can't see maybe anyone winning it outside of that. Yeah, well, we'll keep an eye in the meantime on uh, Chris O'Connell. He's about to take Louis Armstrong Stadium uh, with Daniil Medvedev alongside him. The US Open is now streaming on Stan Sport. Of course, every match ad-free, centre court in 4K. BP, appreciate your time as always, mate. No, pleasure, Sam. Talk soon. There's Brett Phillips, the SEN tennis guru. Hey, some news out of North Melbourne as well. Not unexpected, but still uh, significant, and that is that Brett Ratton will depart Arden Street. He told the club of his uh, intention to move on to a new challenge. Of course, he arrived late last year, part-time assistant coaching role that then became an interim head coaching role, uh, of course. So changed direction, didn't it? He coached 10 games during that period, so his total games coach tally 198. He's released a statement, Rats, to say when I accepted the role at North Melbourne, my plan was to come in and help the club in any way I could. While the role ended up different to the one I initially took on, I've loved my time here. And he went on to say stepping in as an interim coach gave me the opportunity to say goodbye to senior coaching, which is something I'm grateful for. In terms of what the future looks like, I'm not sure yet. I love the game and I'm certainly open to new opportunities. So Brett Ratton not lost to football it would appear but certainly moving on from North Melbourne. What a what a last sort of season he has had um, in the game out at North Melbourne, out at Arden Street. Melbourne's weather today. Morning share was clearing, uh, not overly warm. Top of 15 as the sun peaks through for City Power, supplying power to homes in the CBD and the inner suburbs. Now I've mentioned a couple of times the Friday FOMO. This is it. Escape to New Zealand on board Virgin Voyages. It's 14 nights from $3,490. It's a cracking deal, this one. If you want more details, just visit mycruises.com.au.